0: This is the word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed.
1: Thank you, Pastor May. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, I've not asked sure you to sit down. Well, I didn't ask those of you that sat down to stand up either. I just said what I did not say. Okay, sit down. (laughs) Hallelujah. Wow, what a wonderful time to be alive. Even though sincerely I'm as tired as. But the Lord is my strength. You know, we've been since yesterday, then this morning, today, and. I don't like sleeping in the night much. But blessed be God, we are here today. So I am more interested in our participation. In other words, I want to take questions. I'm more interested in answering questions. A lot has been said about what we are talking about today. And um, in our world, it's a strong word sex. And then when you talk about discipline, and all those things. Well, we can see the effects of it everywhere. We can see havoc everywhere. And we can also see the blessing of it. One of the things I do know is that as believers, we have what the Bible calls self-control. Ability to say no when one to say no. Every one of us, we have it. We have ability to say no. Now, the point is that there is always a contention between what God says and what men are saying. And it's a battle that you have to fight. Now for us that we are Christians, our norms and our values are not defined by what others say, nor by what the society is saying, but simply by what the Word of God says. This is our constitution. Alright? So this is our constitution. And it's what we go by. You know, as a pastor, I am counseling people, especially married people, many times... When people want to break up and want to destroy the marriage and they want to go their separate ways, one of the things they don't usually tell people, you're counsel, 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 I don't do counseling many times because I believe that if you have been listening to me preach from the Pope, you should be able to adopt some of the truths that I share. Uh, sit down with people on one-on-one, we mean you delve into their life and I don't like poking my nose into people's affairs. Because they say, what many people don't know is that when... A man and his wife are about separating they don't tell you the real reason why they are separating for everything they tell you there is also something that they don't say I remember I think a couple came to see me and saw one of the things that happened to them the marriage started uh, 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 nose diving the day she was pregnant and she went for antenatal, and then the guy was not around. he was in New York or so then and then the mother was around and they go to the gynecologist and the girl was looking at the mom that, don't you know you should go out, I want to talk. Because they are going to ask you all those questions when you are seen there with the doctor. Have you aborted before? Doctors will ask all those questions freely. And they will ask you how many times. So she did not want her mother-in-law to hear. So the doctor, and then of course, she was the patient. Doctors the prioritize patients. So the doctor looked at the mother-in-law. And there was a kind of rough doctor. Just said, madam, you have to stay outside. I mean, it is as simple as that. It's your daughter I want to talk to. Not to you are not the one that is pregnant. So, so she went outside and she was mad. So she called her son and told her son what she wanted to tell that daughter that she didn't want me to hear, boom was here. And when the guy got back, he called the wife. What was it that he wanted to tell the daughter and he told mommy to go out? He said there is something that you haven't been telling me. Long and short of it, they discovered that so many water don't pass on that bridge. Only few ladies will tell you everything about them before marriage. Part time they tell you what you should hear. <laughs> Such as you are able to hear. <laughs> Men do that also. I don't want to. Because if I start because I'm a pastor and we are in our church, it will look as if I'm using people in the church as an example. But remember, I talk about marriage and I teach about these things across different denominations. One that was invited to a Baptist church somewhere around the Anubwaja to come and speak on this subject. And when I got there, the youngest person there should be about 69 years old. So I said, Dear Lord Jesus, you will really need to help me here. (laughs) People have invited me, all of them they are 70s, the grandchildren. And they were so blessed because the spirit of God cannot be limited by our age. If we yield to him, is the ancient of this. It will tell so one of that day the beginning is to understand the fact that God has looked at the past. And he's the only one that has the ability to do that. He has looked at the present. He has looked at the future. And he has said, I won't consider this point. This is my syllabus. Every culture, every culture evolved from things they've seen so Africa cannot teach us marriage because there is limitation in every culture Europe cannot teach us culture will shape their ideology from things they can see but there are things they cannot see for instance it was very easy to define marriage 100 years ago when men would go to farm and women would stay at home to cook if you take their blueprint and try to adopt it now, now that women go to school, when I was in U. I. the best student in my class was a lady. Bomi, which was our prof? Pastor Bile said, the best medical student of the year, a lady, do She was a apprentice the fellowship and she's in America now. So, there was a time, the roles were clearly spelled out. Ladies, stay at home, to pound yam men will go to camp and they will come back. So if marriage is defined by what our grandparents taught us, then that blueprint will fail right now. Is that right? is that right? Yeah. And then they did not factor. So then, one of the things I don't understand is why brides still cry. They used to cry in those days because they will marry you in our village and take you to or village. You might not see your siblings for months, so when you are parting from your mom, you start crying, and your mom will start praying for you. But now in the night you can do selfie. <laughs> so when I go for it and I see bride, I say, well, What are you crying for? Your mom is in your you are in number. And you are crying. When you can take Uba and go and see her tomorrow morning. If I are still going to pick some clothes at home tomorrow, and you are crying today. What is wrong with you? They can come to your house anytime. You can now do. Zoom with your mom. Mommy, how are you? I'm husband's room now. You can so why are you crying? But I understand at least you are changing your name. Uh, whatever that is, why you why people cry. So I'm saying that they did not also factor in that time that you a person can be married and still sue the mom the next day, that you a time will come that you marry you are the same city. You can see your mom on your phone and all those things. They did not even have pictures then. So if we're taking to another village, you might not see your people for a long time. So culture did not factor that. I am saying that outside God's word, everything has limitation. Now what what some news and uh, internet and everything is also talking about, they cannot factor how the next 40 years will be like. Neither can they go back to our background and check things. So, Marxist and Internet will define marriage, sex, and everything by what they see right now. But because Jesus introduced himself in the book of Revelation as the one that is. Interestingly, it did not start with the one that was. He said the one that is, that was, and that is to come. Revelation 1.6. He said, I am the one that is. That means I understand the current situation. I have also existed before. I understand the past. Then I understand the future. I combine the three realms in one. And I am the only one who can do that. And since I'm the only one who can I am telling you, I am looked at the past, I am looking at the present. I am looked at the future. And I've said to you if you want to be successful as a single, these are the rules. When you want your life to be good, listen to an expert. No other person can say. I am the one that is, that was, and that is to come. Hundred years ago, there was no CNN, there was no Barack Obama, there was no Zuckerberg. There was none not... Hundred years from now, there will not be any one of them again. When what they teach becomes your value, there is a problem. I'm not saying they are bad, but I'm just saying that whoever you can put any name there, I get what I'm saying. So I need to know if somebody understands what I'm saying. Because this is the foundation on which our belief system should be. So whatever Hollywood, Nollywood actor or actress, now acting that people, now that is becoming very common in Hollywood now, that a bride, somebody is here to marry and they are living together. And believe it or not, unconsciously, is spreading to the society. That people are not married and they are living together. Even our ancient uh, fathers, it wasn't like that. But it's beginning to become an idea now. And it becoming the ideal that you go spend one week, two weeks with somebody. No! No matter how much they popularize this ideology, it is anti-Bible. I'm starting from outside. we we'll talk about sex in a while. But I'm beginning to say that the kind of mentality you adopt will eventually shape. And then you also ask, you have to ask yourself a question. What percentage of your life does the Bible occupy? And how much are you willing to obey God's word? You know, it goes to a point. I was talking to one guy one day and I told him I was not married. I said, Well, one thing I know is this. If you say it's not wrong to kiss and do all those things, well, I know it's wrong, but I don't need to argue with you further. One thing I know is that if I stand before God, He will never say, I'm turning you back because you refuse to have sex. I said, But the one you are saying, then you understood. Because we talk talking about court, I said, One thing I know is that. Whether I try to drink alcohol or not drink it, if I get to heaven, it's impossible for God to say, the reason why you cannot come in is because you did not drink alcohol. I said, but supposing God says, I'm not allowing those who drank alcohol or not to come in. So all of you that drank or not, then you kept quiet. I said, I try to build my life on what I know is a perfect scenario. In that sense, something that you know there is nothing against. Not the one that is 50-50. The Bible is silent on kissing. But I insisted when I was dating that no kissing. I can't be wrong for not doing it, but I might be wrong for doing it. So self-control tells us, i ask a question. Is it that we are going to die if we kiss? Or if we don't kiss? Is it that our marriage will not be good if we don't kiss? Then so, we are not kissing. Simple. It is called self-control. Let's move to one more point before I talk about it. Another thing is this. When people want to get deceived, somebody tells them that everybody is doing it. It's not true. There are many guys seated here now. If they ask you what I stake, they will never ask you for sex until you get married. So if you are with a guy and it makes him look like some, don't be a fool, everybody is not doing it. It was in Queen Idias Hall in UI. Where were UI? They were talking. Ladies were trying to have their bath in the morning and they were talking. One of them said she was a virgin and three of them were laughing. I thought that I thought for final year, still a virgin and they laughed and made her look like a fool. But she made up her mind that well, I'm a virgin, It's none of your business. About a week after one of them called and said that ah, we're trying to intimidate you. He said I got to my room that night and I remember when I got this virgin. That was a terrible, horrific experience. He said, Do you know I still know the sorrow up to night? He said, Thank God for your life that you are a virgin. But initially they tried to... See, sin is very bold. The children of this world have a way of rubbing it on your face that they are standard. It should be your standard. And if you are weak, you fall for it. Somebody begins to say, I don't understand. When I was starving, I used to say that. Why, Why is that sin is very bold? So we sat down in a joint. I was trying to get a malaise or something. And the guy, here comes a guy with cigarettes. He lights one. And he shares. He asks you, take, take, take. And I said, Lord, I wish I can share gospel like this. i you known that guys that drink, they're always very generous. Once you say that, they ask that. You want a bottle? He pulls out a pack of cigarettes. He takes one. He lights it. And then he offers you one also. He, 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 he's not even going to ask you that you smoke or not. He just assumes that. Because sin is very bold. Righteousness should be bolder. I get what I'm saying. The reason why I'm starting this way is that maybe those who are watching, maybe some people are fundamentally in the heart of some people. What you actually listen to, how you determine what is right or wrong, is not the word of God. It is what goes on around you. That is totally wrong. You don't get what I've just said now. Say I hear, I hear. Louder I
2: hear.
1: Let me hear you. Say it again I
2: hear.
1: So I said Only Jesus Only the word of God Sees the future The past And the present I'm just summing it up now Secondly I said um, People can appear to be bold And all those things But the right thing Remains the right thing And we have to be conscious Of this at all times So let's read something From First Thessalonians chapter 4 and in ten minutes I will stop. I will ask us to ask questions. When my wife told me about this, I just thought about the fact that if I start compiling, preparing to teach, I'll do a long teaching. But which one haven't I done before? From Hebrew Greek to Greek Hebrew. We've done it, we've described the word in Greek. We've talked about procession in Greek, postcard, no, and we've talked about. I just said let me just do something very simple. I'm more interested in, I hope there will be sincere questions. And please, all questions are allowed. Because I would have loved to go into, then why did God give us emotion? And people are not wired the same way. I would have loved to skip into how, what to see affects what to do. And then I would have loved to talk about the fact that also, because of your genes and chromosomes, everybody is not, not wired up the same way. So you are not tempted the same at the same rate. When it comes to affinity for opposite sex, some have it in a stronger way than some other people. Now, the issue with that also is the fact that, I would have also loved to get into the fact that somebody might not be moved, might not be aroused, no matter how many girls around him or guys around him. That can be, if it is the discipline of the spirit, good. But if it is the witness of the flesh, it's a problem. Because when people get married, they also decide that there are certain guys who are not interested in sex. The wife has to beg and beg and beg, and there are certain women also. When they become fuji, they cannot, they don't want sex. They don't. I remember a guy that came to see the, one of the pastors, and he said that for six months, no sex. I don't know what is wrong with her. And when they invited the woman, she didn't see any sense in. Said, but we have a child already. When I see people are dating, I tell them please talk about sex and tell the other person who you are. (laughs) That is very important that you talk about these things. Courtship is not for chicken and chips. Even when you are eating the pizza, ask important (laughs) questions that are more important than the pizza. Because people get into it and they discover that they are not compatible in this area at all. And guess what? Let nobody deceive you. You cannot discover your compatibility with somebody within one or two months. It takes a lot of time. Couples who have sex constantly, it takes a long time to actually find your rhythm and what works for the two of you. It is true. Many people will tell you that. It's not so, somebody now telling a lady that, you see, this is why we should do to understand ourselves. Somebody just trying to eat Because three, four times you cannot discover anything. Are you getting. Some of you are looking at you. You are trying to make me feel like a sinner for saying, for talking along this line. But but, um, I am telling you the truth. Okay? So you cannot say, so it's not something, so it takes time. A lot of time. A lot of time to discover. So, (laughs) let's read First Corinthians 4. Oh dear Lord Jesus, help us. And sorry, are you getting me this evening? Yes. Okay. <laughs> first Corinthians four. I want to read from verse three. What does it say? For this is the First Corinthians four three. You can project if there is anybody there. But First First Thessalonians, sorry, First Thessalonians chapter four. First Thessalonians chapter four. 1st Thessalonians chapter 4. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication. Your emotions are like somebody running 100 meters when it rises. This is why, when you are trying to find the boundary, what do we do and what don't we do? You will cross the boundary when you locate the boundary. When, exactly when it comes to sex, when thing catches you, where you think you will stop, you are going to pass it. There is a way you start kissing, and you will not know when you will do the ultimate. When you watch 100 meters race, as they start running, nobody stops on that line. Have you noticed? Everybody crosses the line, because of what they call in physics. You are already running. You can't stop like that. So the best of cars, if you match the brake once, at speed 180 kilometers per hour, and you match the brake here, your car will still get to this seat before it stops. Even if you are driving Ferrari. I think. I've never driven one before. So, nowadays they are shocking us. And so they might just come in Ferrari tomorrow. I want to press the brake. It stops there. <laughs> but I don't think there's anyone now. Or maybe I'm not aware of any. Because you have been speeding. Now, if you are just running a little like this, I can stop straight away. But not when I'm when I'm taking a top speed. So there is a speed that your emotion can assume. That when you get to that point, you are going to cross the boundary without knowing. It is when you are true. Now, those who have made that mistake, usually they are genuine Christians. They repent the answer of They feel bad about it. Those who are not uh, whose heart is hard, once they do it, they keep they continue. And they try to justify that there is nothing wrong with what they are doing. See, there are two types of people who fall into sexual stuff. There are those, you can use the word fall for it, but they don't want to. But they can become emotionally weak when certain parameters are not put in place. For instance, part of your discipline is to understand that if you are dating somebody and you love the person, a part of you become, becomes weak for the person. And once to know you are weak, once to know you only need a little experiment to tell yourself the truth. Once you know that holding each other's hand is beginning to go round the waist, go round the neck and you hug somebody and you are not letting go for five minutes. You want to leave, bye bye. You are leaving, bye bye. And you are still holding the person. I'm saying bye bye. I'll see you again. Those of you that are laughing, I think you understand what I'm saying. How many people understand what I'm saying? So, Half of you is telling you are a Christian, go back. Half of you is enjoying what is going on. So you hold the person there, and you hold, and then. (laughs) So, (laughs) hallelujah. The Bible says, (laughs) your sanctification is the will of God, that you abstain from fornication. There is a debate in the church by some of the new guys coming on block. That is fornication, sex between two unmarried people. Now there is a pastor going about saying fornication is a sex between a Christian and a non-Christian. Somebody taught this in this congregation. That so, if you are a Christian and you have sex with another Christian sister, it's not fornication. And they began to dash through the Bible to show them. And they made some valid points. Only that he omitted some things. I don't want to go into all that. There is a way you can do that teaching successfully. Except those who are deep in the Bible will challenge you. Shallow Christians will not know. They will think you are very correct. Because when Paul talked about that in 1 chapter 6, he talked about the temple of God, what relationship between the temple of God and idol. So in those days, they used to have girls in the temple. And also if we start from the first time people died of fornication was in, for, uh, in Numbers chapter 23, when Balaam could not curse 24, when he could not curse the people, and he told them, I, I, I spoke about that like Sunday, two Sundays ago, so Balaam made the curse and curse, and the, the God turned it to bless him three times, and when he could not have his way, he told Balak a trick, he said, you know what, these people are protected, we cannot curse them from outside, but there can be an implosion, he said, you know what, no matter how many times you try to curse, it's not going to work. Why don't you let them walk into the cause by themselves? He said, introduce your girls to them. When they sleep with their God, we get angry. He hates mixed seed. He hates me. And 23,000 people died in one day. That the greatest prophets of around that time could not cause, but they died by themselves, by walking away from God's protection through fornication. Paul made reference the first Corinthians chapter 10. He said, let us not commit fornication like them, when 23,000 people fell in one day. It is still causing people to fall. People don't understand that purity is power. There is a reason why God tells you to reserve yourself for the person you are married and that it is legitimized when you are joined together on the altar of Jesus Christ or in your house. But there must be witnesses to know that you have actually come together as husband and wife. At that time you can begin to have intercourse. Even if all you want to do is just to call ten family members, ten family. Once you are joined and they offer their prayer and they recognize that you are married, you are married. So it does not exactly have to be in the sanctuary, but it must be a marriage that is recognized as marriage. Did you get what I've just said now? There is no promise without a premise, and there is no benefit without responsibility. So the benefit of how you have become one is that you can now have sex together. Until that time you have to wait. And people are putting pressure on people. Like, can I say this to all the I see a lot of beautiful young ladies here? If a guy says that, so when are we gonna do it? I just break the relationship straight away. It's not fit to be your husband. Except he repent. And if he talks about it again, final no record. There are many things I love to. I usually say to ladies, I, I thank God for ladies. Their heart is pure, many of them. If a person is too close to you and is not asking you out, bring out your red card. Send him away. It's going no a block potentials. Why should somebody be dancing around you? He's always around you. Coming to your house. Walking you to the house. Coming to pick you. But he has not said anything about asking you Tell him that bros. Which one? I need to know. Your life should be very straight. Are you the one or someone else? If you are not the one, get lost. It is very important. And is there a lady that you are very close to? You buy things for? You shower attention on? By any time you ask that question, you know, she finds a way. Are you asking me out? I thought we were friends. Shut up. So who should ask you out? Is it your enemy that should ask you out? If you want to say no, say no. Which one is all this? I thought we were friends. I, I thought you we were afraid. I saw a lot of that in UI. Stupid drama. So you are saying that you are 24. A guy is 26. You are, going on, And it has no cause to the possibility of him asking you out. So what you should say is that yes or no. Which one is drama? Oh my gosh. Did he just ask me out? I thought you we were afraid. So who should he go to? His enemy. Are you you with me? Say your yes or say your no. If you think it's just a friend, just say, oh, I see you as a friend, I don't want a relationship. Period. You own yourself. You own your yes and you own your no. But don't make it look like there's something out of place. It is normal forever for a male friend to ask out a female friend. It's now up to you to say yes or no. There's no big deal in it. Hallelujah. So, Let's just speak about the topic. I'm done. I'm done. How do you, so how do you control yourself? Number one, recognize the, the Father, the Bible says, Galatians chapter 5. Self control is one of the fruits of the Spirit, and you have it in you. The more you use your power, I, I, I can say almost 20 things that will help you from how to kill the step from step one. If you know you are weak towards somebody, and she's coming to see you alone at home, if you cannot kill the scene on phone, you will not be able to control what happens when she appears physically. It is easier on phone to say, don't bother coming, I'm the only one at home, than to control what happens when she's already here. And once you have reached a level with a lady, chances are that you will always go higher, higher. Any step away from sex, which is the ultimate, will keep increasing towards sex. If you are successfully now arguing each other repeatedly, it will lead into something higher and then something higher your flesh will keep demanding for more and more and more it only stops when it gets to the ultimate it starts to stop yourself on time and how to stop it to create gap when you create a gap and you do it effectively enough after a while also what is aroused inside you will start dying small small and it will go down that's what happens that is why if you don't see somebody for a long time, after a while, I remember when secondary school Madonna was the pop star then. So, my friend would be saying that it's Madonna they will marry. All of them are marry someone else now. Come on, say, stop them. <laughs> you know, you can sit down, and fantasize, and say all kinds of things about yourself, but where reality sets in. I saw never that picture in the morning b- house, I had the picture on the wall. Look at Madonna and say, My wife, one day I'll be in America. But all of them are kids now, and it's not my daughter. From my daughter, it's a wisdom. <laughs> if if you distance can help in solving some things. But the first one I want to emphasize today, I'm a bit only one. We will have time to talk about many other things another time. Is that self-control? For instance, think of a guy about to have sex with a lady, and all of a sudden, she's gone for a check. Let's say there's no condom. She's gone for a check before, routine check, and they told her they will send her a mail of the results. And as they're about to start having sex, the phone beeps. I said, wait, let me just check. And she checked. I said, you are HIV positive. (laughs) I am sure the guy will remember that there's something called self-control. I'll be like, wait. Oh. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yes, it's enough. It's up to us to let it come out or not. But you can begin to train yourself. Little by little. For instance, you can actually say, I will not hug opposite sex for the next three months. Any woman I meet, I shake hands with them. You can begin to make some quality decisions like that. What happens is that beings are creatures of habits. Once you do something successfully for about thirty days, the strength to continue multiplies. You tamely taking sure that I will not. When I was a copper serving in Kaduna, I was working there in peace, I made up my mind then that I will not allow anything because I was staying alone. I stayed in family house about two months. Then a friend of a junior, my junior UI, their father had a seven bedroom duplex in Kaduna. And they told the father about me. And the father said, I can come and stay in the house. So I went there. So very massive. Then, after I stayed with them for about two months, then, I remember that I came to minister. I mother in law had, like, not a big boy, like a self container at the back of their, their compound. So I lived there when I was going. So I paid and I rented the place. I, I, they didn't know me then. So I rented the place. So I was staying alone. And I was enjoying it. I love liberty. For some reasons, I did not want to stay in the house I was staying. So I decided to rent a place. First, for some reasons. Some men don't do play. I was a cook. Always giving a ball. I just felt I did not have the liberty there. When I rented this place, I did not have money for my trust because they were yet to pay us an NMPC then. So the, my first two nights, I slept on the floor. but I enjoyed it so much that I was staying in my own house paid for by myself. That kind of person. There was no court there. I was nothing. I slept there. I put my bag on top. I was looking at the ceiling and I was happy that this is you know, because the man of the house told me that everybody must come into this house by 9. He said, But you, copper, maybe I'll give you an exception. Maybe you'll come me by 10. I was always go- coming inside the house by 9. But as a copper, I wanted to be adventurous. I love God with a passion. You see, you can love God and enjoy life. I said, This guy, do not me. I'll go out like 1 a.m. as a copper. I'll go and talk to my husband, pray the gospel to them. Then I'll go and visit my friend. who will play, we'll go and play ball. I used to enjoy myself like that. So I said, I don't like this idea. So all of us coppers, sometimes we'll be arguing maybe on football, Chelsea, till 1 a.m. And I'll get to my room, I'll still play for two hours, and then go and sleep. So I was like, I can't stand people's house by now, I have to go inside the house. I said, copper. I said, no. At times, to 11, I'm still watching Champions League at the, a big venue in, uh, somewhere in, uh, in Kajuno, Banawa. So I said, I don't like this. So when I got to my own place, I was happy. <laughs> I said, I like this one now. But I said something to myself that you know what? That thing just occurred so for some. I just said, you know what? I'm not going to allow any female copper into my room. If you want to see me, I'm going to come outside or we go to Mama's city room, the main house, and we'll sit down there. And I did that successfully all through the time I was serving. One of my friends came one day. I, I said, What exactly is your problem, sir? He said, Is that like you are not sure of yourself? I said, I'm, I'm so sure of myself. said, so That's why, because I'm sure of myself, that is why we should meet outside. And mama noticed. They will call me and then I will come out. Fortunately, we had the flower garden outside. So I will sit down there and we'll talk, 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 talk. At times, other coppers will join us and I'll go back to the room alone. I just wanted that decision. Like I also said, our relationship in UI, then it broke. Then I said that, you know what, all through my service, here, had no relationship. And I was close to a lot of beautiful ladies attending PC then. We we're almost 50 coppers then. I just said to myself that no relationship, why serving? So we'll go for a platoon. There was one that I really wanted me to ask out. We were passing out six months before her. And a night to our passing out, she was in, at the front of my house. She would tell me night. She wanted me to say the ultimate, and I refused to say it. We gisted, we talked, talked, and then she would look into my eyes. Lord, you know you are leaving tomorrow. I said, yes, I know. <laughs> You don't have to remind me. I'm leaving tomorrow. Sincerely, I was tempted. But I just knew my this. God didn't tell me about her. So when it was getting to like 10 and she wasn't going, then I took her by hand and I said, I need to talk with you. I know what you are thinking. You are such a beautiful lady. Wonderful. I said, but I think you belong to someone else. I have not found my own person. And I said, I know. When I see the person, I will know. But it's certainly not you. But you've been a great friend. She cried.
2: <laughs>
1: and when people do that, you give them handkerchief. <laughs> you know what I learned from Basovimbo? I'm gonna say this to everybody. When you ask a lady a question, and instead of answering, she begins to she begins to cry. Listen as a gentleman, Peter, give her when she's still crying. Say as I was
2: saying.
1: (laughs) 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 Otherwise, when you are married, revelations will start coming. Because when you have some ladies, and I want to say this to all no matter how nasty you think your past has been, when you meet your man, he can only love you more for your past. Somebody that you all know in this nation, who is a powerful gospel singer, told me one time, a man saw me, well, so, you, might, you might not have of the person. So don't, don't, don't guess, don't try to think about uh, this, this person. And her husband told me, Ah, he said, you know why I love her so much, she's been through a lot. And one day she told me a part of her story. There was a woman, one of the popular names in Nigeria, they don't say it now, but they say when they first got married. The husband met her, he was, a, he was a practicing doctor before he became a pastor when he realized that she had destroyed her womb when she was in a school in this Lagos, above him. When the whole thing was done, they started getting close, and he said, the day he after she asked him, that, but your daughter. Are you, don't you remember what has happened to me? So that's why I love. There is no past that you tell a man, who is your man, compassion and love will follow. The one you tell her moves back, You so should thank God, is not your man. Now, you don't start talking to everybody, and then you don't talk at the beginning. You are not parrots. When there is a measure of commitment on both sides, you now know he wants to settle down with him, with you. You're all telling him the truth. However big you think it is, if God is in that relationship, He can only love you more for it. Tell him I've aborted 13 times. Tell him that I don't even think there's any baby left again. tell him anything, he will love you more for it. It is true. The one who runs away because of what you have just thanked God, that shouldn't be your husband in the first place. I get what I'm saying. Because once a person is now committed to you and you don't tell, Jesus said there is nothing hidden that will not be revealed. When he gets to know by himself, he will never trust you again. The argument now will now be that you should have told me like this girl, this one also, the uncle, the one she was calling her uncle, who actually gave them some millions for their wedding, was actually her boyfriend. And at the time she met this young guy, she stopped. But the man, so they stopped, stopped seeing each other. But the man just said, I've known you, I've known you, doesn't matter, I'm still going to be committed. In the end of whether okay, now there's nothing between us again, but that doesn't mean I should not help you when you are in need. So he started helping. It was after the marriage that the husband got to know. I know Bianco and mad the devastation. They were similar to this one also. They, she came to see me. Oh, beautiful lady! When she walked into my bar, I said, "This girl is pretty." And she packed a flashy. The husband was complaining. I said, "She will even go to Dubai not on business and first class ticket. That's four point something." He said, "I should have known them. and the guy himself married somebody abroad brought to get green uh, to get green card to get papers and then broke up all okay, kind messy story so somebody in church told them to reach out to me that I talk a lot about it. so the guy called and he said i'm going to tell us come and see he said we are now married they flew into america 2 days after their wedding as soon as they landed uh interpol immigration so arrested him because the lady married there that he jilted and put up a report so they separated them they sent out back to Nigeria and put a ban that should not able to enter America for five years. They took him to jail and put a ban and never be able to leave America for five years. You know, why it's serious? They would defend their citizens. They were trying to help to destroy that marriage. So for five years you not be able to leave America, and for five years she not be able to travel to America. How would they be? Imagine you marry somebody two days ago and you're not going to see possible for the next five years. And he was feeling that it was the man that initiated. She was feeling that it was the girl. So she came to see him and she told me I love that I said, Pastor, I've done terrible things. In fact, she was talking she mentioned some billionaires in Nigeria. She said, I met them on one-on-one in a party. He said, the truth of the matter is that I was into this thing big time. He said, but when I met him, I gave him my word that it is over between me and all these men. It's just me and you. He said, but sincerely, I did not tell him the details of what I was into then. He said, now he's getting to know, going to my Facebook to check old pictures and ask. He said, now he's now asking my colleagues in school and those who will now download these stories to him. And I told the guy on the phone. I said, listen to me very well. One of these two things. I said, I've listened to this lady. Sincerely, she's saying the truth. Yes, she didn't tell you a lot of things. Yes, she was a big time. On their wedding, they used a limousine. The limo was given by one of the guys she was dating. And the husband sat there and the limb moved.
2: <laughs> so
1: those are the things. And she told me, he said, sir. He asked me one day to ask for help from this man. That let him come and say that the man didn't give you some millions. He said, but sir, ever since I met him, I told the man. And the man never touched me and nothing happened between us. I said, but he's finding it hard to believe. He said, because now he's now digging my story. And seeing things that I did before I met him and I told him. I am sorry for not telling you. I was a bad girl before we met. But since we met, I have stopped all those things. I said, sir, you are married now. You either accept this girl and trust her. I said, for me, looking at her by the Spirit of God, sincerely she told me the truth. She's not doing those things anymore. But you have a choice so start to start your marriage from this point point, believe that she has stopped, or continue to use your nose to search. In that secret, find it. You will find more things. And she told me something that shocked me about the lives of people. So people, ah, God have mercy. There are some life people live a life that is. A friend, came into the country, to check her parents. She lodged in one hotel in Abuja, and she met her ex there, and they were lodged and they started sleeping together, till she got pregnant. She spent about two months, about six weeks in Nigeria. She found that she she got back there and now she has a child that she has never told the man. She was telling me this. But pastor, me, I'm still good. Mention her friend. Can we say every marriage, when people go into sex before marriage, will it affect all marriages? I believe one way or the other, but will leave break every marriage? No. Your resolve, your, all you are looking for is not whether it to break your marriage. What your priority should be is to obey God. Not knowing why God is saying, what, even if you don't know why God is saying what you should do. But believe me sincerely, you are going the path of honor if you keep yourself pure till you are married. On both sides. There's nothing as honorable as the fact that the first time you guys are having it is your wedding night. Forever the trust remains in the marriage. See if I'm going to church with you and we are the same church and we are workers in the church and we are sleeping together, I will never be able to trust you. Because something will tell me that also this is how they'll be preaching in the church that extramarital affair is not good and we will both be doing it and still be attending church. Because if I am sitting at a singles meeting and they are saying sex is wrong and I'm going behind the scenes to do it, how are you sure that I will not do the same thing when they tell me that extramarital affair is wrong? Do you now think I will obey then? I get what I'm saying. You should not be under pressure for anything. You don't need sex to prove love to anybody. If you want it with me, let's get married. Prove to me that you want it. Let's get married. And it settles everything. So that day, 22,000, 23,000 people fell. And it's still happening today. I don't normally say this publicly. I have spoken with some pastors Ever since I thought on which I would refer you to, sex, scandal, and sins. During the lockdown, I did a message here. Maybe it's over 100,000 views on YouTube now. If you know how many pastors called me. One day I sat in my office and I said, Dear Lord Jesus, we have a problem. But Lord just told me that you too, you stand by grace. So don't condemn anybody. If you, nothing has happened in your life just because of the grace, and I said, Lord, I know, it's your grace, you have kept me from school. But I sat back, I was in Abuja once I just I was so you in Abuja. When I appeared at say, Man, so somebody just called it. I saw you and, are you in Abuja? He came with his PA protocol pocket square tie, and the PA stood outside and I began to tell me what to be doing with girls. And once you see the fire of God in a church begins to go down, in some cases or in most cases, check very well. The leader must have opened the door for it. this. Is how it works. When David did it with Bathsheba, chapter twelve, chapter eleven. I was Nathan corrected him, chapter 30 of second Samuel, his own son Amon slept with his own sister, in the same it never happened until he opened that door the effect, they are always more than what, and society is putting pressure the guy that wrote about one topic, one message about purity um, before marriage, also a very popular book in America, I learned that day I put my head on my table and I was almost in tears, it came out on TV to apologize to Americans that he was leading people astray, making their life difficult by telling them to abstain from sex. That now he knows better that there is nothing wrong with premarital sex. What a fool. What happened to him? Internet? Some girls were writing him. Well, you made us miss our boyfriend who asked us for sex and we refused, so they are going to marry someone else. Americans are very emotional. That's what I don't like. They are very emotional. If American, I'll look at a picture of somebody you have not seen in years. Sharon. Oh. At times we pretend that see, we are not Americans. On my birthday, well, let's tell the truth. All of you girls here, I know many of you will you not know, want to said, Do you really like flowers? <laughs> They're not carrying you, go buy something that makes sense. Somebody comes and kneels at your door, red Flower, she. <laughs> <give> flowers, she. <laughs> flower, and you compare the water. one. I'm not working. What? <laughs> But you see, whites we look at that flower and start
2: crying. Johnny, <laughs>
1: I get what I'm saying? Do you this? So they can be somehow. It is only America. I hear about cyber bullying. Have you heard that thing before? A student goes on internet, says they are bullying you. Sorry, they tie you there. If you bully me, I have delete button. I have block button. Then I have socket. I can switch on my laptop. You are sitting down there, crying. they think Jesus was talking about? I said, Somebody should give a knock on your head. If people are bullying you, cancel them, delete them. But you are you. And girls are committing suicide. A friend will send a message to you. This is why I like it bad or people. They will abuse you, but abuse the out of you. I mean, what kind of... You see that I understand I'm saying that I understand the way they are. They are very emotional. So the guy became afraid because internet we were now talking. And Ben everybody now said that you can't stand for the truth. God gave you a revelation. You change millions of lives because of that book. Only ten people went to internet and took you up, and you surrendered to them. That I'm sorry about what I wrote. What a what a what a pity. Because they are so concerned about what people are saying. And that's the idea behind the internet. They want to intimidate you. And say things. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. I hope I have helped somebody. Tell yourself over and over again, wherever you are, that you have self-control. Then please, the Bible says, give no place to the devil. Don't allow what shouldn't be. I went to preach in a particular school for a friend of mine. You know, there are different types of pastors. I did not know that you are turned into some funny things. In the night, that school, nobody now, so is this, I don't want to mention the name of school. school that you are people living outside the campus, you know, renting an apartment and all those things. So, in his own apartment, in the night, one of the ushers, one of the girls, Wanted to sleep around to 11 and he said that, you know, they cannot, uh, three, he, said, he said, one is here now, two will come now. They can't go back to where they live. There is still few and so they were have to sleep. I said, count me out. I said, this house is facing me and you. Students are living everywhere, all the rooms. Six rooms here, six rooms here. Why don't you go and meet a girl in any of those rooms and beg her that two of your female friends will stay in that room and let those of us are guys. Or we we'll leave this room for them, we we'll go and beg guys and sleep. I said, girls might not even want to be open to others. He said, but, so let's give them this place. Why? You give them your room. Let's go and talk to other guys who allow us. He was looking at me. Before him, I just got up. I went to meet one of the guys. I knocked the door. I told the guy that, oh, I'm for your friend there. Please. And I like, please come, come, come. You know guys, they are me, come Even a, a Muslim said, come, come, come in. I slept there. And in the morning, I was looking at him. And I told him one thing. I said, this cannot be the first time. She has been coming here to sleep, and now you are comfortable with that. That's, I said, that, that's nonsense. I later I found that because he wouldn't correct himself, and that thing continued, until he broke into a serious scandal. I said, why? I said, no. I have a policy. If I'm not married to you, we cannot share room together. If we go to visit my parents, and you are dating me, fine. If they put you in one room, and I'm in another room, and my parents are there, all of us are under the same room, fine. But just me and you alone. It's not even about why we do something. What about our reputation? Which you should guide very jealously. It is true that you owe nobody an explanation but sincerely, it can actually affect you, the testimony of your Christianity before people, not before God. If you allow certain things to happen to you. It is true. It is the reason why we never go and visit a female member alone. What or what, what, what pattern am I laying? And trust Satan, he will sponsor somebody who will come that time. And she says, Put you out of there, somebody will just pass. Pastor Ek <laughs> But you know that that greeting is more than that. When service ended on Sunday, I just saw Pastor, 7 p.m., and they were out to the store. He just put his hand on her shoulder and they were going to the car. But then you also, if you have nothing to I what stops you from calling another female pastor? or another male, if you are two, somebody who has we with just call a friend. Let's go and visit Buki together. So when you see her, you see three. Buki, Wale, and Tope, And you are free. See, sometimes, you might even go to a place with a good intention. The unexpected can happen. Guide yourself very well. I know someone who is pregnant somebody that way. And they both try not to marry, but she has a child until now she has not been able to remarry. They were not even dating. They were left alone. And Satan entered their midst. You understand? When you are both watching TV, somebody is sitting there, somebody is there, all of a sudden, there is a, an anointing that carries you. here. Yeah. And like you said, then your voice goes lower. For like I Give no place to the devil. Give no place. Now I know this might have offended one or two people, but you begin to understand my reason now. Many times, when it's after four on Saturday, it's just me and a few guys left here. So after four, some ladies have gone to security. and said, we sparse around. So, but that's his can. And they say, you cannot see me. I cannot let you come in. It just, it's not just good. There was a time a sister wanted to pray. And I had to explain to her that you cannot pray overnight here. At times I'm the only one here overnight. How's it going to be? And the security men are watching. And they watch you pray. They don't know what is going on. You can be here I might be in my office without coming out at all. But with those people outside think it's like that. So I said the only people, the only way you can pray in the night is to come and pray as a group. But you cannot come as a single girl to come and pray. It can be. I get what I'm saying. This is very, but that's what I'm saying. Give no place. You and that is where by law of sincerity, tell yourself the truth. You argue, lady. You stay with her. You order. You have an erection. Then stop it the next time. That erection is a warning. That there's something. So next time, try and just stop with her. No holding. You have to be sincere with yourself. You are no robots. But tell yourself the truth. you see somebody in your dream day and night. Then you have to create a gap. Otherwise, dream will turn to reality. So. Hope I've been able to help somebody. Let's take questions. If you want to write, ask for paper. They are bringing pens and papers for people. You don't want us to know that it is you. In other words, you are ashamed of your question. (laughs) Don't mind me, I have a lot of making this look. But if you have how do scriptures affect our lives and commitment in our relationship and future, I just talk about that all the way. For almost fifty five minutes. So I just spoke about that. Amen. That's a whole message on its own, but um, Sir, why does sexual sin sex stay longer in our lives than other sins? I won't say it stays longer. You are more conscious of it than others. People say all sins are the same. Technically, yes, but actually not so. Apostle Paul differentiated between the two. He said all other sins. He put sexual sex in another category. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Let's read it. It is because you can do other things alone. So I can tell you a lie alone. You can go to someone's room and steal the money, you are doing it alone. But this one is only done with somebody. Go to where it talks about uh say, um, everything you do by with your body and uh, sexual something. What verse is that? Please, if you locate we can <coughs> Just go down, down, down somewhere. If you find it, or so anybody that finds it, just read it. First Corinthians 6. Um... "Free fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. So, you are crazy. It just came out of your mouth. Your body is not involved." But he that committed fornication sinned against his own body. So it's on another level. Paul is just saying, he said, every sin, that means all other sins, let's put them this way. Say about this one, this way. So because of that, it lingers more in your memory. Not because uh, God owes it more, but it's also the only sin that can generate serious repercussion. I can repent of a lie and nothing. But if you sleep with a girl and she gets pregnant, even if you ask God to forgive you, you are forgiven. But that forgiveness will not terminate the baby. Is that right? So, many, many, and you have just started a family. So even though you have repented, you have brought a child to the world. And your repentance will not kill that child. You can't need and say, Father, forgive me of what I did to fall And now she's pregnant, Lord. Lord, because I have repented, thank you, in Christ Jesus, I have redemption and forgiveness of sin. So the baby too will disappear from my womb. No Next question So that's why it's like that I am hoping that I am not just preaching That I'm going to pray at the end Those who are already weak in this area God will give you strength And those who are facing serious temptation God will help you to resist How can I make my friends Respect my body You have to tell him And if he does not listen Leave him alone my fiancée. Fiancée. Fiancée is uh, which one? The male or the female? The female. Sorry, I missed them about But uh, The fiancée. How can you... Oh, so th- in this case, is the lady. <laughs> the world is wonderful. Then you have to tell her. Tell her that you honor her by not having sex with her. Just let her know. You are honoring her. And if she insists, that means you are two different people. Yeah. A good Christian will also respect your vow. And respect your attempt to obey the word of God. How far is too far in dating relationships? I don't know. (laughs) The only thing the Bible talks about is sex. The Bible is silent about other things. So if I come out to say that it is wrong to kiss, I will be saying what the Bible does not say and I don't do that. But what I can just tell you is that, why are you smelling what you don't want to eat? if we start kissing to what end but I cannot say it is wrong because I have no justification for that in the Bible what the Bible talks about is sex outside the Bible is silent is romance wrong the Bible is silent about it is touching wrong the Bible is silent about it but why touching so that's all I can say how do I communicate my standard to my friends exactly that will communicate. You have to let them know. One day at NMPC in the office we were working and a girl just got up. She likes doing that. That uh, let everybody pretend all of us we've done things. And when you say that I feel insulted. Anytime you say that around me. I say sorry who are the all of us? I say I was very sorry about that and I did not do anything. And I'm savage and none and nothing. I said in a very sharp way and my boss full out man. Tell me started, I walk up to my sister. If what you said is true, I thank God for you. He said, Me, I'm a woman. I said, But let me tell you the truth. Stay away from the world of women. And if God has told you to stay away, he said, I thank God for your life. And he walked away. One day I was to the Star Boss and somebody just said, There's none of us that's not a thief in Nigeria. I said, excuse me, I am not a thief. But I said I said in a very un- I said, I if you are a thief, say you are a thief. How can you say a thief. And so people kept quiet. When else everybody now started speaking to them, Everybody cannot be a thief. That kind of person is about to steal. You know, you are preparing a sub grant for yourself by saying that everybody is it. Everybody cannot be a thief. Amen. (laughs) Sir, are we talking about this subject too much? Why can't we have self discipline? We have it. You have the fruit of the Spirit. You have your recreated human spirit. You have it. You see, this self-control, not working in it. Honestly, every day, I love one guy on Facebook. He posts powerfully. but we I we talking about him. One pastor, Judah, I like his post. And I see a lot of people on Facebook like that. I read some other people and I start laughing. Instead of people to overcome, just like we are overcomers, they start making excuses. I'll listen to the pastor one day and I just started laughing. So what essay? Why have you received grace? Titus 2 11 says the grace of God that brings salvation at appear to women, teaching us to deny all ungodliness. That is the grace I know. That means I am energized by Christ. Just like Paul said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can say no to sin by the ability of Christ that is in me. But I do understand what grace does is to make me flabby. I let it happen. I say God is not angry with me because it's so what have I overcome? If Christ has made me righteous, it will show in my life. Amen. Okay. I struggle to ask this question because I have a couple of friends in here who share this opinion. A friend of mine got married a few years ago, earlier this month went out to play basketball. I guess he forgot he was hiding something because immediately he pulled off his shirt. We should... Sorry, wait, what? Okay, injuries all over his body. It turned out that his wife was traumatized, raped victim, and everything tries, every time he tries to make love to her, the flashbacks of the rape scenario engulf her, and she begins to add violent. I've heard this before, yes. After several therapy and prayers, this issue still lingers. Now, the question of sexual compatibility has been a big issue for us. How then do we know if we are sexually compatible before marriage? Um, It's so simple that, let's say I am the one raped and I can be violent. Do you think if I'm dating you and you want to try to sleep with me to know whether we are compatible, do you think I will show you that aspect of myself? I can control myself for one month. People can hide things. It is when you live together and there is nothing at stake again that the old truth will come out. There are people who have lived together before their marriage. Only to still discover things after marriage. A lady spoke to me. She got to know that her husband had a child outside. After the child was six years old. Six. And these people were not born again. that they were living together. And they still did not tell her. So, the fourth thing we should rule out is that, what makes us to know things? It's not our doing things together. This is the place, there is a place of healthy communication by prayer. When you are dating somebody, learn to go out to talk. And to ask questions. And to pray together. When you start praying together with opposite sex, some truth will start coming out by themselves. Honestly speaking, the convicting power of the Holy Spirit is very powerful. Once you create that atmosphere of prayer and communication, things will start coming out. That's the truth. She will tell you that she's been raped before and that the idea of sex traumatizes her. She will tell you. Actually, there are people like this truly. Once somebody is with them, the face they see, is whoever did that thing to them. Some we have prayed for, and it didn't leave them. Maybe not all of them. Some it took time. But when the man shows love and understanding, again, spiritual communication together and the are praying together and talking, we start healing her. You should not rush her. But before marriage, first of all, be aware of what is going on. And if you are willing to go on with such a lady, then know that there is a serious work to do. You must be a man, a man that is a man of prayer, will overcome many things. When she finally gets to know that you genuinely love her, and you care for her, and that you were not the one that raped her, the thing will start going. It might take time, but it will be washed off eventually. It's going to happen. I was in a meeting, when the lady that spoke said, she came from Kenya, She's a pastor's wife now. She was one of the most popular prostitutes in Kenya at the highest level. And she gave her life to Christ. She said sincerely, just realized that she was still being transactional about sex with her husband. She would feel bad. She will go and pray. It will be holding her trying to be intimate with her and she will be reminding her, you, need, you know you have to buy this for me. It took her time to realize that she was still doing that business. But the girl on that school we pray with her and we explain to her Sometimes we we'll say it kindly, but dear, I am not uh, coming for sex to pay you. I'm your husband. I love you. And I'm not odiously for sex. I'm just being with you to let you know I love you. And she was told she began to cry. It took her a while after when she got it and the thing broke inside her. And she stopped doing that. Okay. Next. So over the time, I have had a preference for keeping my relationship private with exclusion of my pastors and leaders. But she happens to be a loud one and wouldn't mind having it on African Magic. <laughs> How do I balance this? Because it has always been a big issue. It might be okay if you don't like announcing a relationship to everybody. But there must be some people you should tell. Also, saying I'm dating you, don't let us tell anybody. It's the beginning of fraud though. Uh, uh, so I've seen how a guy started three ladies in the same church by telling them the same thing. He will ask out and say, that, Let's just keep it before us. One day the pastor was asking a leading father, Who are you dating? Said, Finally mentioned the brother's name. Uh-uh. And when I, I asked this lady, and then the pastor now said it in Nangiaopoli. Only for two others. I said, Ah, <laughs> we are dating. So why don't you want to tell anybody? Now, I understand you don't want to start broadcasting it's fine you it might be the private type of person but there should be one two three people that should know about it please and I will say to all ladies don't consent to I don't want don't let us tell anybody don't let us tell you what I'm fine with it don't let us say too many people I'm fine with it but there should be two or three people your father my parents and people I honor that we should let them know We can tell not to tell anybody but we need to let them know and again if you are planning to marry somebody, why are you hiding your identity? Is it that you are not big enough? Or you are not bold enough? If there is nothing wrong with the relationship and there is nothing wrong with you, why hiding it? At the beginning, yes, you might not be bringing everybody into it, but your journey to the altar. People should know now, let's know who you belong to and who belongs to you. So that others can even stay away from the two of you. It's, that's fair play. Let's know that Wale is now with Falakia. So let all other girls leave Wale alone and let all other guys leave Falakia alone. Simple. But if you are hiding it and hiding it and somebody else is dancing around Falakia, I don't want to undo that. Okay, don't let us talk about everything. Yes, but let people know. And for this lady and she's for me, and leave it like that. It's important. But uh, maybe she should not go to African Magic. I understand. But it's okay to let people know. At least a few people, at least, should know. How long should I take from my friends to get over my sexual past? How long should it take from my friends from my, from my to get over my sexual I have repented, but she still has a problem. You have repented. Thank God for that. Uh, well, again, talk with her. Or talk with, yeah, talk with her. People are not at the same level emotionally. It's like the case of infidelity in marriage. Some women will forgive readily and move on. Some women, it will take them a long time. And I've dealt with the two people, people in the two classes. Some will cry, cry, cry. No sex between them for the next one year. He tries to touch and it tells, tells him that, get your filthy hand off me. And he says, but I have apologized. You say you are forgiving me. Say yes, I forgive you, but I'm still trying to put myself together. And one guy told me, one day pastor, is it right to tell the truth? Because I'm suffering for the truth. I said, yeah, there's an affliction that comes with the truth. And I called it and I said, they are no, you don't do this now. How long do you want to hold on? Okay, suppose he did not tell you. Take it easy. And after you didn't catch him. He came by himself to tell you what he has done. Now you will not forgive. If you are not having sex with him for one year, what do you want him to do? So, um, take her to, if you have a pastor, take her to the pastor. Let us speak with the two of you. Again and again. And then beg her again and again and pray for her. She will let go eventually. It's important. Amen. How does one heal one's mind from the dysfunction and trauma as a result of rape and molestation? I tell you the word, uh, uh, first thing I want to tell you is to spend a lot of time praying and worshipping God. See, in the presence of Jesus, all bondages will fall. Spend time to pray. Then belong to a praying group. Actually, something truly, something has to happen to you from within. Otherwise, you are going to punish a wrong person for what has happened to you. Some men, eat until they brought the lady to her and I started talking to her. So I told the man to go. I was talking to the lady, and then that was when she opened up of when she was nine. Something. And one of them told me that I will never tell him more. Pastor, I'm not telling him more. But he told me what happened to her when she was young. And what the guy had not said, anytime we are intimate, she just lies down like a log of wood. She's not even say, I'm not having sex. But the man said that she doesn't give herself. Now, if you are married, you will understand that if sex is one, one-sided, it's not good. It's like drugging a person to sleep with the person. It makes no sense. Only desperate people do that. So, if a woman, especially if a man is having sex with a woman and the woman just lies down there, no feeling, no emotion, no nothing, it will frustrate the man. And when the man treats you as him, I just want to be with you too, because you want a child. That's the only thing. That's all. There's no real love, no words of affirmation, no nothing. It makes his sex very dry and very boring and very annoying. So the best of sex is that begins with serious conversation, affirmation, love. And then somebody does something to the two people involved. So, um... The way to heal your mind is to pray. The way to heal your mind is to speak with people who can also share the word with you and pray with you. And then I also say, read. God's word does something to so It has a way of reprogramming you. And that will have to happen. Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes, when we tell people who can actually share from God's word with us, what is really biting us inside. So at times... It's difficult to open your mouth. But once you open your mouth to talk about the fundamental things of your life, half of the weight is gone. What the enemy does, man, is just to make you not to talk to anybody. One day we're in school and I sat on my bed and three of my friends came to greet me in UI. Three ladies. And one of them told me. She told me of how their gate man raped her one time. And that she said it's been a pain. These are my two friends that we pray to. I said, but I cannot tell them. I don't want that stigma on me. So I didn't know what to say because when you tell me something, I try to keep it. I don't want to talk to anybody about it. I didn't know how to tell her that. The two girls you are talking about spoke to me at different times. One of them, it was a cousin director, one of them, it was a driver director, the three of them are friends, and they never talked to themselves about it. They say, and it happens when they're about the same age. And they met you and somehow they became friends, and none ever opened up to the other one that this thing happened to me. So one day I called the three of them together. I said, let's talk about rape today. So each one was looking at me as if you are about to share my story. So I didn't say anything. So I shared all the stories. And I said, You see, your friendship is spiritual. Because you are suffering from the same thing. And they broke down. And he looked at her, Ah, ah. Alright? And you never told me. So what about it? Did you tell me? All <laughs> of all about the same thing. And that was the first time they really found. All of them my mind now found healing. And their friendship went deeper that day. So they both, all of them started praying about it. Started praying together. And before we left, we so they all go into relationships. Next. Is there any physical question, that you want to you want to ask? Okay, someone, please get me the mic. Let's take some.
3: Thank you. Good evening, yes, sir. David, David Church. Yeah, fine, sir. Um, so, sir, my question is about um, something I read in a book, and people have people speak about from time to time. It's textual transmutation in Napoleon Hill's book Think and Grow Rich, where he basically says. Um, your sexual energy, if you turn it into something else, you do wonders with it. And so, you've also talked about it briefly, and you now spoke about how many couples, married couples now, is when they're, they're towards their 60s age that they start doing exploits because they use their earlier times to have fun and have fun over and over again. So, I just want to understand that deeply, and also know if the scriptures, that's the Bible now, has a kind of backing for this um, phenomenon.
1: There's no backing for it to the Bible. Naipur wrote Think and Grow, and he spoke about it. I understand what you are saying. Well, he was speaking from law of new, t- uh, new t- law of motion. Uh, no, uh, not law, the law of dynamic dy- dy- dynamics, neither. which one? Energy is neither created nor destroyed, but it's convertible from one form to another. Uh, so, it is true that sex drive is a very strong emotion in which you can also channel it to some other things. He said when you do, you are very creative. So he said that when people get married, the joy of I want to have sex, I want that they are having sex day and night. After what they get out of it and they start channeling that energy into building something mighty in the world. Statistically, it has been so in America. That's when people club 40, that's when they start building houses and everything. At that time, if you have been married for over seven, eight years, there's a likelihood that the amount of time you spend having sex will start dropping intimacy will replace sex, not necessarily, so you can be with your wife in the same house for a long time and not have sex. So those people who are 60 and 65 and can actually stay together for 1-2 months without sex. Because what now sustains relationship is not the excitement of sex, it is the understanding of family life. They are now to each other and that you don't necessarily need sex to sustain. So the, the temptation that is there also is that when you are having sex with one person for a long time, after a while, for most men, there is a tendency for your heart to start looking for something more. That is where men commit infidelity. That's why they, they go into infidelity, which is very common. So many times, because men respond to what they see, after seeing the woman in the bedroom, seeing her in the room, seeing her naked, day and night, day and night, year one, year two, year three, year four, year five, year six, year seven, year eight, year nine, year ten. <laughs> <laughs> is there not something new? So, so they see one young girl, beautiful, but it's just a trap. It's important to say that we have self-control, so not to yield to that. All right? Yes. So Napoleon said that I don't know I I don't see any scripture in the Bible for that, but in terms of observation, I think it is true. Yes. So, true. Yes. auntie Margaret
4: thank you sir, good evening church yes. first of all I have a concern and um, you know you mentioned something about in relationship it's very expedient to talk about sex but that's a problem especially with the church because it's, when you talk about sex the CEO oh she's kind of he's kind of and some people are overly sanctimonious, even holier than God try to be holier than God himself which is not possible and now you also said um you also said it's important to talk to your partner about who you are when it comes to sex. But for instance, someone who is, is not a, is a virgin or probably has been celibate, you don't even know who you are, and then later it becomes a problem because you can't even talk to this person you are dating. You go into marriage, and again, my major concern, one of my major concerns, is the fact that I could be in a relationship with someone, I'm not having sex with the person. We finally get married, and I realize that my sexual libido is on the high side. Probably he is not able to satisfy me, or I'm not able to satisfy him. And that in marriage. I'm not married yet, but I know sex is important in marriage. We're not having sex before marriage. We enter marriage, and I realize this guy cannot do anything for me. And now I start having issues.
2: (laughs) Very nice (laughs) question.
1: I will tell you something. Interestingly, maybe for the sake of this, one, one night, a few nights ago, I was praying. I was in, in church here and then I stopped praying. I think around to one. I just sat down. So I opened my phone. Sometimes I receive mails and messages. So I saw this lady. She's one of these people who talk trash on Facebook about relationships and she says things. So she, I mean, she's raw and ras. I've listened to her once. After two minutes, I said, What is wrong with this? So I just, now like four years ago, I listened to her once. I listened her for about two minutes. I said, How can a woman be this? And I said, so I just saw her picture popped up again. But she was well dressed this time around. And she was now talking about the fact that the truth about sex. He said, There are some of you men, she was talking about this, that I learned men are now going for surgery to enlarge their organ, some take pills and all those things to be higher. And he said, I've been round. And she has been. She has CV. <laughs> she said the old idea is... After all said and done, they have discovered... He said, and ask anybody to tell you the truth... That what really matters in sex... Is soul to soul connection. That gives true satisfaction. Every other thing... They make up for less than 10%. In the wickedness of Satan... Mark this and everything tell you that other things are the most important. It is not. When a woman truly loves somebody and you connect soul to soul, nothing else really matters. And if she has a higher libido than the person, it's just a matter of time, there will be a balance. Honestly, you have to understand that the Creator cannot make a mistake. When He tells us to, to have things, understand, what He's saying especially with the scenario used they are veggies, they will find their rhythm after a short time. Because to say declare, you don't know who you are. So when you marry, you are going to discover it's possible truly that they might know that somebody likes sex more than somebody. Even in cases that I've dealt with, where ladies have married somebody with extremely big genital, that the first few weeks of the marriage, there was serious pain. I hope I can be raw here. Because I've dealt with all these issues before. You, you don't know what pastors see. <laughs> Imagine somebody sitting down before you in the office. He's not crying about demon. And all she's saying is that anytime the pain is too much, the pen is... So, now, the question he first to is that, how do you bring up the subject with the guy? Because your you're a pastor, not me, you should harass people. So, are you going to say, bro, sorry. sorry"? how... <laughs> So, some questions are tough to ask, so you have to find it. So, how do I talk about this now? now? what am I going to say? But even at that, number one, for that one I have seen, the moment she gives birth, it changes the equation. Because if a baby can come out through that place, there will not be problem with another thing. Now, there have been a situation where, uh, blue break, all kinds of things, but I'm just saying that. Generally speaking, no matter what, they are going to find their reading. They are going to. The most difficult is when someone has been round and round and round. Maybe the lady has been a veteran in the field before marriage. And now the guy is only brother, only in the Lord, who cannot even look at a person. This kind of oldness, where you even call your wife sister, it's hardness. You know. <laughs> you know. That, that kind of situation can be it finishes and she is still saying that sorry but if you are willing to learn one can teach the other all the couples that I know somebody is always higher than the other one at the beginning but usually they balance up later because whatever you have become you incur it by doing it over and over again now you are with somebody, there is a growth pattern. also the same thing. It is true. I have seen a marriage This one, because the brother was very close to me, I was the one that had to talk to him that, see, your wife came to tell me and said that you ejaculate too early. You go in, you discharge and she's left angry. And she told me that, say, I'm going to pack out and leave. This one, I went to their bedroom, I sat on their bed. I said, the two of you sit down.
2: <laughs>
1: and I first of all told the guy, I said, have you been to hospital to find out for this complaint, and the, the lady told me, I said, Pastor, this is my anger with him That he doesn't want to go. That he feels, and I said, no, no, I said, I said, you know what? I'm not even going to pray now. I will only pray when you are going to hospital. Let them say what is going on. Because the girl said that in 45 seconds, late longest, 45 seconds, you drop and, and she was like, she kept quiet for almost two years. And I said, no, bros, no, 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 no. Let's, I said, go and talk. And the doctor said, nothing much. But I, so I have to start explaining to him. Don't rush. Don't let your mind be this. You know, there are many things that people don't know. But they are happily really married together and everything is fine now. In fact, she's almost complained now that it's overcoming now. <laughs> so I understand that sincerely speaking, those things can be there. You might not be conscious of it because we are church folks and we don't. But a time comes. I hope I'm not being too say because I told you the Bible forbids you experimenting. So the only way you can learn is for us to be as raw as we are saying it now. Because it will help. Before I got married I read Tim Lahaye. He's a pastor in America, but it was very raw. When I was in that book, I was hiding it from people. Because there were pictures there also. If they should say a pastor. Ah, pastor, I passed it. So, you know, I was hiding it. I opened the book. Somebody will pass I'll just look close and use this paper to cover it. You know, but I needed to know. And I had to read. And in being a pastor, so I read, read, and I got some truth. And you know, you shall know the truth. It was set to make you free. That's original king, Make you free. It's a stronger word than set you free. All right. Next question. Hope I've answered your question, ma'am. But there's nothing to worry about. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, you will meet up when you made the person. <laughs> I'm not saying necessarily you, but that's it. That's that's all. Right. Any other person? Let's say three or four, ma'am. There we go. Yes? Okay. Give Mr. Osmosis. Let's <laughs> yes sir good evening sir good
3: evening everyone yes sir um, ok now I'm, I'm against premarital sex so what, let me just put that in the front
1: <laughs> now that you are saying that for you are about to say something <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I no ask, it's good, uh, it's good. Uh, this
3: question because um, this is a very serious topic that breaks homes now um, there is a school of thought grace where grace abounds sin, where sin abounds grace much more abounds so if God is going to forgive us and God has already forgiven us because Jesus died. So why why should we not sin? One, okay. then two. Um, in the book of Genesis, when one of the sons of Judah was going to sleep with the wife of the late brother, the Bible says he did not um, ejaculate in her, and God smote her. God smote him. Mm. Now um, there's that school of thought that if the sex without ejaculation is not sin, then there is. Um, Another school of thought: If if the two of them agree and consent to have sex, is it still sin? I'm against remarriage. Thank of you sex.
1: so much. I understand. Now for those schools, all manner of schools. It's true. There are all kinds of teachings going on nowadays about many things, and they can be very very funny. If under grace we are meant to sing. Why did Paul, apostle of grace, write all those things? He shouldn't have wasted his time now. The Apostle that taught grace message most was apostle Paul. And all these grace teachers, they say Paul is the only, Pauline Revelation is the only correct revelation in the Bible. Even though Jesus said, all scripture, Jesus said, the words are speak to their spirit and their life. Paul himself said, all scriptures are given by inspiration of God. They are saying, Paul. I don't know how stupid people can be. So, Paul himself said this is it. They are saying that Paul line revelation. But well, when I want to talk with you, I even start with the same Paul they are mentioning. All the scriptures I read is Paul. The Bible says it is the will of First Thessalonians chapter 4 that we read. He it says it's God's will that you have stayed from fornication. Who is talking? Paul. He did not say that God will forgive you, do whatever you like. He said it is God's will that you have stained. He said, flee fornication. Flee. Flee. Flee is as in. Flee means run as. As if there's. That's what Paul said. So that cancels whatever any other person is saying. Paul said we should flee. So um, that also establishes the fact that why, whether it's it's consensual or not, it's not the issue. The Bible establishes marriage, uh, sex only based on marriage. That's the the way it is. And then for Judah, well, (laughs) these are just men looking for. All kinds of... Um, so, what's the difference whether there's ejaculation or not? There's body-to-body connect, And that's what the Bible talks about. So that is it. Amen. So, I know those people are chunking out things. But it, it, the truth it remains the truth. You see, before Jesus comes, we'll see hear more things. Though. You have not heard anything. You will hear more. They will keep coming out more and more. But know where your foundation is. Let's read. Another person, please? Two more. Okay, we have someone there. You give the mic to the lady at the back. You start with, no, no, don't worry. You stay on your side. Give, stay close. I'm going to take that one. But let me take. Yes. Thank you,
5: Pastor. Yes, ma'am. So my question is, I get this, uh, quandary a lot. Love isn't enough. Uh, but referencing First Corinthians I think 13 it says love is kind love is this, love is commitment, love endures. If love is all this why would people still say love is not enough? Because if love is commitment then you would be committed to your wife, you would not essentially want to cheat on her or do things that would Make her upset. So, uh, what's your? You yeah, are very correct.
1: It's a mistake. It's because people don't understand the meaning of love. To say love is not enough. Is to say God is not enough. But I understand the terms we they use is the Father. When they talk like that, they talk about emotional love as not being enough. Understanding. But if we talk about love as it is defined in the Bible, it is enough because in love there is knowledge. In love there is patience. In love there is gentleness. If I love you, part of it is to provide for you. So people will say love, love, love. If you don't drop money, if there's no money to affirm marriage, part of love is to provide. So love covers everything actually. Bible type of love. Yes.
6: Good evening, sir.
1: Yes, ma'am,
6: um, please um I'm asking this
4: question on behalf of my friend. She's twenty four and she's a virgin, but she's actually single, but um she made up her mind due to this. Sexual, uh, sexual craving, she said whenever she meets a guy that she's going to, like, have sex with the person and lose her virginity because she can't do it anymore, she can't help it, and I've tried, she talks to she talks to people a lot, but people give her, they go ahead to do it because it is they feel like it is right, and she has that stand,
6: so what can I do to help her, um,
1: Tell her she should not, it's wrong. I've done that. Well, you can't be responsible for a decision. That's all you all can do is just to tell her. Ultimately, it will have to be a decision. And or tell her to go and marry. Now, Apostle Paul talked about that. If you are born in, he said instead of born in, marry. He's a direct. Paul was very practical. He just told them in the church. He said it is better to marry than to born. So if you are born in at that level, go and marry. And if you are here and you are born in, the thing is born in you. Go and marry. It's just that after one year the burning sensation will go. All right. I think we have one more person. Oh, okay. Let's take Yes.
3: Good evening, Pastor. Yes, sir. Um yeah, so um while the Bible is very clear that we should abstain from fornication, we find um Christians like finding shortcuts around it, which is like since we are not fornicating, we can do phone sex, we can do masturbation, we can send nudes. So like, well, I don't know if, the, but I, I know that the Bible
1: says, flee every appearance of evil. Thank but God for that scripture, I like you. Okay, go on. <laughs> but the Bible didn't say, evil itself. appearance. Yeah, but Which but are the likes you just mentioned now.
3: Yeah, but, but for the people who are involved,
1: what They should stop. You see, the the flesh is very stubborn. It's still trying to pacify itself by coming up with vices. But the Bible says, flee from all appearances of evil. And that's all. Even if you are not having sex with somebody, but you discover that you always go there to satisfy your flesh. Maybe you cuddle, 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 and something happens to you, you drop... Or you call do till you feel satisfied. It's still wrong. You should not do that.
2: Yeah.
1: Alright. When people start sending naked pictures and all those things, they get themselves into trouble. Why should believers do all that? <laughs> yes? Then after that, let me take the land. That's okay.
0: Thank you, Pastor. So, um... I have this concern uh, with the opposite sex, especially believers. Are, uh, the aspect of communication you talked about, about being able to talk to, and I say this not in reference to anyone in church or anybody, but some sister Christian sisters, they are quite boring. They don't know how to have conversation, and when you are trying to talk about something else apart from Christian, church, the next thing you hear is it is well. <laughs> and
2: so, am man. I saying the truth? It's let's again, let's <laughs> say the
0: truth. Sometimes you want to speak about intelligent conversations, what's happening around, what's your, where you get fiction is, what's your plan? The next thing is, why are you asking me? I mean, how do we have conversation if I don't ask you questions? The next thing here is, you're so inquisitive. Why do you want to know? Why? I mean, it's a very big concern. I understand you. So, how do you now talk to... You? I don't know, do you tell the point blank that sister talk now?
1: <laughs> I understand, really. Um, you know there is emotional compatibility, there is intellectual compatibility. The more common grounds you have with a person, the more you are likely to enjoy your marriage. You should be able to talk about many things that the two of you can sit down all day long and talk. It's important. The reason why people from the same fellowship on campus when they marry, many times they do well, is because there are many things connecting them together. So I usually say this to I want to say this to all ladies that are here. I appeal to you, know so many things. Bishop sure was still talking about this at the graduating ceremony of the students. If Facebook fashion is all you know, I feel sorry for you. Ladies who are close to me, I usually encourage them. If you are true with school, it need be, go for masters. Listen to BBC. Listen to, understand what is going on around your world. Be able to sit down with somebody in the plane and hold any LD conversation. You meet an ambassador, a diplomat in the plane, you can talk and you have confidence. It is very important. It helps. And it's going to help it to impact on your relationship. Honestly speaking, it is true that so many people are not like that. When you go to your in-laws house and the cousins are around and they are talking, be able to impress all of them by participating effectively and saying meaningful things. Understand what politics are. Under- you might not be detailed, but you can. There's nothing they are talking about that you are lost in it. When they are talking about men man, man of the Year, all those things, at least you have an idea of what they are talking about. It's not that the only one you know is Ogogo. No Nollywood, And you know, there are ladies, that's the only thing, that, you know, in fashion, outside, they are just. No, don't be like that. See, the beautiful thing about informal education is that there are no walls. Nowadays, they they're almost making school useless. You can sit down and read on the internet and read, and read. I checked documentary. I was telling them two days ago, they were recording on sound, and I saw that the boys were getting tired, and Paul Joshua was there for a long time. And was, I just came out bed, I was praying, but then I came out. I decided to cheer them up a little. I just said that at one time, I just listened to top, most gui- t- top 10 most guided people in the world. And I said, do you know what happens when Putin is in the air? How many planes are in the air with him? And how many soldiers? are?" I just told them everything. I said, they look simple on the outside, like white house. I Don't be deceived. When I went to Washington, and I stood before the friends and I said, I'm very low. I said, this is a lie. This is real security. Once you see soldiers, they say, okay, wait, see they look. that's not security. And that's what we have in Nigeria. Almost slapping you for looking. But you see, over there, there's nothing you are seeing, but there is security. You try and pick a stone and want to throw inside White House, then you understand why there's nobody outside. <laughs> Even a team that has sense, like GTB, you go to a bank, there's no fence, there's no security outside, and everything looks like glass. Common sense will tell you, don't go here. That they must have done something sophisticated here. But if you go to a bank and you see 14 mopo, that is where the strength is. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Be able, so we're, talking, so we're, just, we're just talking about this. And then we move to when Trump was president. Then we move to this. I read about Democrats, Republicans, the issue of this one. I've also seen the 10 most guided places in the world. And when I saw that Vatican Library was one of them, so I said, wow, what, do they, what, what is there that is being kept like that? If now more they spend every year to keep Vatican Library from being intruded by a non-authorized person. Are not, are not, are not it's a very serious matter then Google uh, where Google is because you mistakenly get into Google server and plan something bad there, the old world is in trouble because every search engine almost everything is on Google so they guide their place with serious you can't go near where they keep records in Google because something goes wrong, it's going to affect the old world money might be moving from there. so nothing must go wrong so I just check. So I, I say, Pastor, but I still know all these things. I check about them. I don't listen to secular songs, but I can tell you those who are on top of the charts. You don't have to listen to those. So all those who are, they are just reading. You just read. When they say they are given an award, I can just read that. who won the award. Grand who is the latest possible. I read all those things. Sometimes I read the words of each footballer. I just got to know last week that uh, uh, Michael Obe is the richest footballer in, in Nigeria footballer. I never knew before. When I'm not praying already, I try to just browse through all these things. Just to so have an idea. So wherever you are, you can actually talk with people, even if you are not preaching, and you are just having a conversation. When you leave, they want you to come back. Pastor Joshua went to a 1MD service, and now they talk with the man. The man moved his portion they wanted to offer him two times higher, because he was impressed with what they were talking about. So you go to your in-laws out there. See, even if you have limited education, you can school yourself so much that there's no setting you cannot enter into. Your father-in-law might just be a professor. So you go to visit them in the house and you cannot talk. You don't know what to say. They are talking about it. You don't know what to say. It sort of puts you down. And these things are free. As you are seated and on your way up, you can, inside the cab, you can just bring out your phone and read something. That 15 minutes already will do something to you. This is very important. And it goes for guys also. Don't go to your in laws' house, prostrate, and all you know is that you know, God loves us, and I just and they are talking. You can't, talk, the brothers are talking, the girls brothers are very, and then you can. No, you should be able to. They should be impressed. That okay, this is good. Praise the Lord. If you don't have money, at least have mouth. Last person.
6: Um, my question is that um, there's
1: okay. a guy I that I just met. I didn't tell my auntie about. You that. look so young. You're already meeting somebody. Don't mind me. Don't That's <laughs> mind me. Go, on. go on. So, <laughs> Honestly, i like in secondary school, but I know you. I know. her. go on, go on. No. So, I the next day she was asking me out. That when am I?
6: What? I'm not interested. that. But she is continue forcing me. Money is it for? He, my question is that is it for to be in a relationship? I told him I don't want you. I don't want you in my life. But
1: she's is continue disturbing me. It's very simple. If you don't want the relationship, <laughs> I let continue me and keep, keep no. saying no, keep blocking him.
6: Now I I try to avoid him, but the more I'm avoiding him, the more you getting to. I say, what I don't want you. Sometimes um, I either pass you <coughs> one The long journey that passes
1: the place that you she. You are not ready for a election. you don't even want him. As in, Very simple. No problem. After we will get it and leave you alone. Some guys are that stubborn. One yes is never enough for some guys. See, I don't like saying, that it doesn't really look like when I was secondary, so I vowed that till I marry, no woman will say no to me. When I was in UI, before I became a pastor, I was always the first one to go to my room. Other guys would be trying to escort ladies to the hall. I escorted nobody, and i was like, when you are like that, ladies will be interested in you. I would just enter down, bone, just greet all the ladies. Oh so dear, sister, how are you? How are you doing? I go and sit down. So after the service, I just go in. So all the girls were wondering, what's this guy? In my department, the same thing. No talking, other than I will greet very well politely. Oh, good morning. For like, how are you? How are you doing? let go and sit down. I wasn't going to escort anybody. I vowed in level that I would never enter any female hall. The only time I ever entered was when a senior sent me. Pastor Jimmy said I should help him give a letter, love letter to somebody. <laughs> and I went there. And, but I, 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 and when I did there, I did want a physical. I got to India Hall. And I just stood beside the lady. Say, I shall not sit down now. I said, no, I don't sit on a lady's bed. <laughs> I said, do I have a chair in your room? She said, no, there's somebody just took it to reading room or so. I said, I know where I will stand. It's just to deliver something to you. So when I left, she told all her friends. So in the fellowship the other day, they were looking at me like, and I was enjoying it. This is, this is, this is. I just said to myself, and everyone I ever asked out told me yes on the spot. Right there. No go come. Because I would have thought very well. It was that senior that gave me that letter, that asked me to give the lady. Later, the lady now said she broke up with him. I didn't even know what happened. I just saw him in Nabi Zico. I was not relevant. Really, I think it was the final. In Ezekiel, where I was going to the room. Somebody just brought a letter to him. No, there was no Jason. They just wrote the letter. She wrote that it was over. He opened the letter. He was talking before he opened the letter. and saw it. I just started crying. Oh my God, oh my God, she's leaving me, she's leaving me. And they went to his bed and lay down on the bed. So I, I thought they lost somebody in the house or so. So when I got to his room and they told me that I, I was disappointed, I, well, it was my sin, I couldn't. I was like, Is that why you are crying? Right that badge. Get lost. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Look, even me. So I said that. And I said, You know what? If you don't like me, even me, I don't like you. It became my policy. You are in a room. You are crying for somebody who is laughing. Where is you are a lady, you like a guy, he does not like you, and you are trying to do everything to get his attention. Why is your life like this? And it's making it obvious that I like someone else. Ah uh-uh. ah. you are beautiful, you are wonderful. Leave him alone. Guys value what they conquer. Never make yourself too cheap for anybody. I'm not saying do hard to get, but at the same time, don't just this is the beginning of how they take advantage of people in marriage. You are not yet married, they are being part in the house, you are the cook, <laughs> and they are sending you all around. When he now says she's not married again, you break down. What is your dignity as a woman? Your dad who sent you to school, you are a person of your own. Probably you are even more brilliant and yet you are because everything you are going to his house. He sleeps on the bed, you are cooking for him, doing everything. No. If you visit me and I cook for you, fantastic. But I am not your slave. You have not paid my dowry. There are things I cannot do for you. Period. The one that paid me down the lady was walking and the guy's younger sister sat down there. And they were even telling her, and she was doing everything up. I said, is this what love is? And people who do that, they end up not marrying you. If they do, that's how the young guy wants to come to your house and be all ordering you around. Take your stand on time. That you are not... I mean, you don't beg people to marry you now. So a guy does not like you. He does not love you. You are pursuing him. He's pursuing Shade. And he's making it obvious. You are talking to him. He's chatting with Shade. And you are now begging, doing your eyes and saying, you know I love you. You know I we, we can make things work. He said, "Boy, Shade, I love her. You know I know you love her. But you see, you can love me too. We can make... No, no, no! You don't do that. Once somebody does not show interest, you lose interest also straight away. Life beautiful. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I told you, Josh, when he was trying to get my own was in my house, I said, "Run after a lady." I said it's a waste of time. I said you try to be a little close. You notice that she's not interested. Just lose interest instantly. Stand in your room and I say, now I lose interest.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> i just move on. See her the following day. I, into shock she will think you are coming to see her. Just leave her and go and greet someone else and go. Please. I, I apologize to all ladies. I'm just telling the truth. But now I said your part also. You don't have to throw yourself at anybody. You are the first one to go and be greeting the guy after service. Okay, you greeted the guy two, three times. And he's still doing the same thing. Expect you to be the one and greet him. When service ends, go if you meet him on the path, greet him. But don't ever cross to go and meet the person. You are making yourself to so No, you don't do that. If he doesn't think you are very pretty, there are many others who think you are very beautiful. All right. We've come to the end. She- Oh she said that there is a very important question from YouTube. Somebody watching. Oh my god. Okay, wait. Let just let me just... please everybody wait. Let's just read this one and we go. Can they project it, please? I think it's a live audience watching from so let me see the question. I will answer in a minute and we are done. You want to ask me a question? Is it about what? Live audience. Okay, read the read one while we are preparing for this one. Please give her a mic. Read it quickly.
5: Praise the Lord. You um, it, it said, um, I've been a listener of your teaching, sir. I need your counsel on how to stop masturbation. Sometimes I think I have stopped for a couple of months, and before I know it, down to it again. How do I come out of it completely?
1: That's a long message. I will answer the post. You should send me a mail. I will answer privately, because it will take a bit of time.
2: Yes.
5: Praise the Lord. Is there anything like sexual abomination in
1: marriage? Uh, I've been asked by a couple before. What happened was that the lady started telling me that the husband wanted oral sex. And she felt um, putting her mouth there. wasn't so, you know, I had to see. It's as if... There are all kinds of things locked up in some people's hearts. And the question I asked the guy is that, be, be very sincere, where is this idea coming from? You have been watching photography movies, and he opened up. Where is this idea? Now, I'm not saying everybody said that, that that's me, but for him, I asked him, and he said, I said, so why should those abominations you are watching be what you want to practice in your marriage? I said, this lady is not comfortable. She said she tried one time, she was just vomiting. And I told the guy that, I don't understand why. And if you see the guy, very handsome, gentle man like this. I said, but your heart is not gentle. Well, I don't know why, why do you want that? So there are many, there was also somebody told me that somebody, that the husband was asking for another sex. And she felt, she said I think she, said she did it once and she felt stained. So what kind of thing is this? So That's why I said that a very L.D. combination is important. See, somebody can look like a Christian. Please ask them what is really inside there. Oga, what is? Tell me what is here. That's very important. On one location, also I spoke with the the wife of somebody came to me. and She was complaining that things are not the same. It doesn't. Uh, and the husband came in and he said that ask her to tell the truth. We married as unbelievers, and I used to do blue job, do all that for her. He said when we got born, we started coming to church, and I stopped. And it's like that's what she wants. And I said that I am for sex any time, any day, but I cannot be doing those things again. That is just, it's not compatible. I was doing those things for, because of the movies I was watching. They said it has left because I'm born again now. And I said, Madam, all things are past away. It won't do that for you again. She listened and they are fine now. So sometimes people have things in their soul. Maybe before you get married, purify your soul. Especially if you have exposed yourself to all manner of things, you cannot begin to use your partner as experiments. And there should be consent in whatever idea of sex you have between the two of you. Maybe the two of you are okay with anything, or I don't know. But let's be that the two of you are comfortable with whatever you want to do. The two of you. Not one party forcing it on the other person. That means that is selfishness so that you can be satisfied how will God view all this I don't know I am not God when we get there on the judgment day we shall know so the last person that's the last last. I'm not taking anybody again that's the last online person also
5: there are almost 30 questions but we can't just take one yes uh, let God go. will
1: answer the rest. If they can send them, may we find a way to answer them. Well, just take one. Is somebody blessed this evening? I hope all of you. It will be my joy that as we are joining you on your wedding day, it's on the ground of purity. Honestly, you will be happy. You, you were waiting for that night. It's beautiful. Those who do the other way, I don't know how they do it. There's nothing to look forward to again. So why are you wearing white If you have been having sex before marriage, this blue you should wear. <laughs> or, or green. or <laughs> Yes? Okay, I'll choose one. It says On the
5: premise of the theme, single sex and self discipline, you highlighted that culture has limitations. What is the resolve on taking up your husband's surname? Is it mandatory?
1: Uh, for this cause, shall a man leave his father and his mother? It is the man living. Why are we talk talking about women living? Culturally, we adopt the man's name. Culture has limitations truly. I do have an answer for it. I know that lately some women say they don't want to bear the husband's name. Well, I also think, if you don't want to bear the man's name, why are you marrying the man? And there's no arrangement here where the man can bear your name. I'm not going to say whether it is right or it is wrong. Truly, culture is limited, son. but in this regard, maybe you can obey culture and bear the name. When God created Adam and Eve, He called the two of them Adam. So we can hide ask that scripture to say that you should bear the name of your husband. Because God first, first created Adam. When He created the two of them, He called their name. it was Adam that called her Eve. God never called her Eve. And maybe that was the beginning of the mistake. Don't call a person. what well, God has not called the person. So God called the two of them Adam. So that means they were bearing the damn's name. So on that ground, I think I said to this woman that asked that question, because scripture is the answer, she should bear the man's name on that ground. Let's write. Are we blessed? The next one will be more publicized. This one is more like in-house. It's going to be a wonderful time. I will take time to do a teaching. This one I just spoke to you from my heart. We can do compatibility, emotional, physical, spiritual, and intellectual. I would like to talk about that because that is very important. It is where, when those four wheels, when one wheel is broken, what happens? When two wheels, you can see run on three wheels. Which one should be more important out of all the four, and in what proportion? I will talk about that another day. What proportion should our spirit be, spiritual compatibility? What proportion should intellectual compatibility be? What about if I love somebody, and there is one of the parts missing I love her so much, but we don't bond, we don't flow when we talk, but I love her. And what about if you love somebody, you are a PhD holder, and the person does not even have O.N.D., and it's like somehow there is a kind of barrier. What happens when you love somebody and the family is too sophisticated for you? You are from common family, she is from a very wealthy family, the parents are read abroad, they've sent her abroad for reading, you'll know that the day she presents you to them, there will be a problem. Because they will expect something higher from her. What do you do in that kind of situation? What about you love somebody? Emotionally, you like him. You like his appearance physically. You like him intellectually. But he's just not serious about the things of God. And you are very committed. But you love him. And he actually loves you genuinely. Or she loves you. But the question mark is this is spiritual life. It doesn't do something. Wrong, but just doesn't like the things of God. What level do you put down on And what do you do? That will be what we'll talk about the next time we we'll see by the grace of God. You will live long, and I will live long, and we shall all see by the grace of God. Thank you. God bless you. Enjoy your evening. Thank you.
2: Praise the
5: Lord. Can we appreciate Pastor Shola again? It's been an amazing evening. I was so looking forward to this evening. Thank you so much, sir. Please let's say thank you, sir. We love you, sir. Amen. Let's take the HOD confession. Media, if you can put it up for those that are not members of HOD. Are we ready? Let's go. As the host of heaven that cannot be numbered, and the sand of the sea shore that cannot be counted, so has the Lord multiplied the household of David, and his ministers that stand before him. The household of David is the mountain of the Lord's house, is established on top of the mountains and exalted above all hills and all nations flow into it. Yes, many people and strong nations come to seek the Lord of hosts out of the household of David. For out of the household of David goes forth the word of the Lord and the worship of our King. Amen. Thank you so much. I love you. We love you. We appreciate you see you next singles meeting and please invite someone next time
1: hello we don't want this to end without giving you an opportunity to make jesus christ the lord of your life you know um after listening to god's word like this and you have never made jesus christ the lord of your life it's an opportunity to come to him and it's a simple process because he has made all things available i want to employ you now to give your heart to christ And by saying these words, because giving your heart to Christ must be done consciously. He has paid the price. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I believe that you died for me and that you rose again. I believe that you shed your blood for my justification. I accept your finished work right now, and I confess that you are the Lord of my life. I believe in you. Thank you, Jesus. If you have said those words, you are actually born again, a new creation in Christ. Join us for more of this. God bless you.